Blog Talk Radio. Stay tuned. Deliverance is next. Parental discretion is advised. Live worldwide. Deliverance with your host, Jay Bartlett. For the next half hour, Jay will be exploring the unknown, the strange, the supernatural. Ready or not, you're about to experience deliverance. is the art of divination. One occultic text defines divination, quote, the art or practice of fortune-telling the future, discovering hidden knowledge, finding the lost, identifying the guilty by using a wide range of techniques involving the conscious or unconscious use of spirit beings, close quote. My friends, witches, satanists, shamans, wizards, spiritualists, Sorcerers, occultists, voodoo priests, psychics, mediums, all implement divination in their prospective occultic practices. Divinatory devices are numerous, from horoscopes to tarot cards, from runes to the dowsing rod. All of these, my friends, all of these devices, all of these divinatory devices serve as a contact point for the spiritual world. And that's my concern. These devices are cursed. These practices are cursed. They will defile, defile your very soul, body, and spirit. That is why you see throughout the scriptures, the holy sacred scriptures, God warning his people not to practice, not to involve themselves in divination. Divination is of the kingdom of darkness. And if you possess a divinatory device, that device will serve as a contact point for the spiritual world. The spiritual world that I'm referring to is the the spiritual world of darkness, the spirits of darkness, demonic spirits, evil spirits that will torment you, that will harass you, that will torture your soul. I'm very passionate about this subject because I know what divination does to people. It defiles. It will defile you spiritually. It will open the doors to your soul, to your body, to evil spirits. And these unclean spirits will enter your body and mind to torment you. I don't want you to be tormented by spirits of divination. So tonight, I'm going to expose divination on tonight's edition of Deliverance. I'm Jay Bartlett, and I'll be here for the next half hour, exploring the unknown, the strange, and the supernatural. Ready or not, you're about to experience Deliverance.
What's up? This is Michael Tate with news about another real-life Jesus freak. Born into a communist Cuban home in 1985, Rosa lived under the strict atheism of parents loyal to Fidel Castro. But her great-grandmother secretly shared God's love with Rosa. And the seeds of faith planted by the old woman, cultivated through prayer, came to harvest when Rosa received Christ just a few years ago. At boarding school, she was the only Christian. So Rosa did the same thing her great-grandmother did. She shared the gospel. And now she has three Christian friends she meets with in secret. Did you ever wish for more Christian friends? Maybe, like Rosa, you can make some yourself. Will you stand with the Voice of the Martyrs? Go online to persecution.com. Hey, what's up? This is Toby Mack with the Jesus Freak Salute from the Voice of the Martyrs. After World War II, the border between Ukraine and Romania is heavily guarded for two reasons. To keep Ukrainians in and keep Bibles out. One winter night, Soviet guards spot four fresh sets of footprints in the snow heading toward the freedom of Romania and Western Europe. The guards hastily follow the tracks further and further away from the four Christians who had left those footprints. You see, the four men weren't escaping the Ukraine. They were Romanian missionaries carrying Bibles into the Ukraine. They had walked backwards across the border, leaving boot prints that led the Soviet guards the opposite direction. For more tales of creative outreach, go online to persecution.com. sacrifices his son, his daughter, in the fire, who practice divination or sorcery, who interprets omens, engages in witchcraft, or casts spells, or who is a medium, or a spiritist, or who consults the dead. Anyone who does these things is detestable to the Lord. Because of these detestable practices, the Lord your God will drive out those nations before you, you must be blameless. You must be blameless before the Lord your God. I think it's very clear. You see in Ezekiel chapter 13, the Lord God, speaking of divination as lying divination. Divination will lead you to lies. Spiritual lies will lead you to bondage, will lead you to blindness, spiritual blindness will lead you to demonization. Do you want an evil spirit to enter your body? Of course you don't. Now, there are those who, in the, in the realm of the occult, and black magic, and voodoo, santeria, Satanism, they desire spiritual beings, evil spiritual beings, to enter their body. But most rational human beings do not want a devil within their body. And that's 
that's my heart. Is I don't want you to opening up a doorway that leads to devils. And I'm here to tell you, if you practice any form of divination, you'll find yourself coming under attacks of demons. Think about it. Do you really want an evil spirit within your body? Do you want an unclean spirit to possess you? Now, there's hundreds of various forms of divinatory devices. Hundreds. In each nation and culture of the world, there's various kinds of divinatory devices and practices that are within the realm of divination. But again, the fact is divinatory devices serve as a contact point for the spiritual world. As humans use these devices, they're reaching out to the unseen realm and thereby giving the demons, the evil spirits, in this realm, the spiritual right to reach out to the curious human. Are you the curious human? Are you wanting to know something that's been forbidden for you to know? But because of your curiosity, you open that door. And this is how, the, in this way, this is how the slippery slope to the occult bondage begins. The unsuspecting soul is introduced to the device, the Ouija board, the tarot cards, to palm reading, and so on and so forth, and is swayed by the lies that the device will open up the future to him or her. The user believes the lie and then indulges in the occult sin, thereby allowing the spirits to masquerade and deceive the user. This is where spiritual seduction occurs. This is where you become spirit-possessed. The deception will oftentimes enslave the user, thereby driving the user to rely upon the divinatory device instead of holy God. It can become an addiction. Are you addicted to some form of divination? I'm serious. This will result in occultic addiction. Demons want you to be addicted. There's many kinds of addictions. We commonly think of alcoholism, drug addiction, pornography, addicted to porn. But there's also occult addiction that will lead to unbelievable oppression and demonization. God is not silent on the use of divination. As he continually to warn of its dangers, the Holy Scriptures warn, do not practice divination. It's very clear. Do not practice divination or sorcery. In Acts 16, we see the Apostle Paul driving out. He didn't appease, but he drove out a spirit of divination of a young slave girl that practiced fortune-telling. So when you indulge in yourself in divination, whatever form it may be, horoscope reading, playing with a Ouija board, it doesn't matter what it is. You traffic in the spirit world. Now, one of the most common doorways throughout the world is the divinatory devina, uh, divina devinatory devices that are related to astrology. 
I'm convinced of all the tools at Satan's disposal, astrology remains one of his most frequent ways to bind people in occult bondage. I'm going to share you why that is. But before I do, I want to encourage you, if you have an opportunity, next Saturday, next Sunday, that's October 27th, 28th, Church of the Cross Public Deliverance Mission in Waco, Texas, Homewood Suites, Boardroom Meeting Hall, 5620 Legend Lake Parkway in Waco, Texas, just south of Dallas. Saturday service starts at 5 p.m., and so does the Sunday service. It starts at 5 p.m. also. Now, there won't be any child care provided, but we will be conducting public deliverances and exorcisms and praying for your healing. If you have, a, have, have any kind of opportunity, get to those meetings. This is our uh, last meeting prior to Halloween, October 27th and 28th. There's an urgency. We want to reach people before that high unholy day of Halloween, October 27th and 28th. That's a Saturday and Sunday. Services start at 5 p.m. Church of the Cross Public Deliverance Mission in Waco, Texas, November the 3rd. A public deliverance service in Atlanta, Georgia. At the Hampton Inn and Suites in downtown Atlanta. International Boardroom Meeting Hall, 161 Spring Street Northwest in Atlanta, Georgia. Saturday service starts at 5 p.m. No child care will be provided. However, once again, we will be casting out demons in the name of Jesus publicly. November the 4th, Public Deliverance Mission, beautiful Grand Rapids, Michigan. Hampton Inn Suites, Grand Rapids, Boardroom Meeting Hall, 5200, 28th Street Southeast in beautiful Grand Rapids, Michigan. Sunday service starts at 5 p.m. No child care will be provided, but we look forward to meeting you at each of these meetings. Again. I would encourage you, next Friday, Saturday and Sunday, Homewood Suites. It's a free meeting, boardroom meeting hall, 5620 Legend Lake Parkway in Waco, just south of Dallas, Texas. Saturday service starts at 5 p.m. Sunday service starts at 5 p.m. If you have an opportunity, get to these meetings so we can help you in the name of Jesus Christ. Also, at my website, jbartlett.org, you will find information on how to obtain my more than 30 volumes that I've written that you can freely download on the subjects of the occult, on spiritual warfare, on demonism, on exorcism, on the ministry of deliverance and the ministry of healing, on the reality of miracles in our world. In fact, I've written a 577-page book on God's miracles, jbartlett.org. You can download them for free. And I believe that each of these volumes will be a blessing to you and will equip you to fight the good fight. I'll be right back after this brief intermission. up this is michael tate with news about some more real life jesus freaks from the voice of the martyrs christians in iraq continue to face deadly violence in what appears to be strategically planned attacks on november 11 suspected islamic extremists detonated 11 bombs in christian suburbs across baghdad targeting shops and homes at least five christians were killed and 33 injured 
Four days later, car bombs killed one person and injured seven. Will you pray for Iraqi believers and pray that God's plan for all people to know the truth and be saved moves forward despite the destructive plans of Islamic extremists? For the latest, go online to persecution.com.
Hey, what's up? This is Toby Mack with a portion of scripture taken to heart by every real-life Jesus freak. It's in 1 Peter chapter 4. Dear friends, do not be surprised at the painful trial you are suffering, as though something strange were happening to you. But rejoice that you participate in the sufferings of Christ, so that you may be overjoyed when His glory is revealed. You see, Peter saw suffering for his faith as a privilege. After his final arrest and sentencing, Peter announced... He was not worthy to be crucified in the same position as his Savior and requested to die on the cross upside down. How about you? What will be your final request? How do you respond to the voice of the martyrs? Go online to persecution.com. Egyptians practiced this occultic art. And the world over, the entire globe, has been exposed to its beliefs. Essentially, billions have been impacted by this devilish art. Astrology is the belief that the positions of the stars, the planets, and other celestial bodies somehow shape our personality and even influence the events of our lives. The celestial bodies, so claim the astrologers, can affect your love life, your career, relationships, and even hobbies. But my friends, let's, let's look at this reasonably. No reputable scientist or anybody in the scientific community has ever endorsed this occultic art and its alleged ability to inf- influence one's career or one's love life. In fact, the scientific community and the community of believers around the world have denounced astrology as foolishness. It's a lie to believe that somehow Mars or that Jupiter can affect your dating life. There's absolutely no evidence to these ridiculous, ridiculous theories, my friends. In fact, Scripture tells us not to trust in the sun, not to trust in the moon, or any celestial created body. Proverbs 3, 5, and 6 says this. It's one of my favorite passages in all of sacred Scripture. Trust in the Lord with all your heart, and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways acknowledge Him, and He will make your paths straight. Instead of trusting in the created, The celestial bodies trust in the creator who created the celestial bodies. Trust in the Lord Jesus Christ, God's beloved son, who because of his sacrifice on the cross, because of his shed blood, because of the power of his resurrection, is able to free you from the spirits of the occult, 
from the spirits of astrology, the spirits of witchcraft and rebellion. And in the authority of Jesus, you could pray with me right now to say, Lord Jesus, I confess, I confess that you died on the cross for my sins, that you rose again on the third day, and I confess you as Savior today. I repent of my sins. I renounce Satan in the name of Jesus, and I embrace your blood, Jesus, to protect me. And free me, Jesus, from every evil spirit of astrology, every spirit of the occult, and every spirit of divination, in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Now, if you just prayed with me, that simple prayer of faith, then I would love to hear from you. In fact, I would encourage you to email me at j at jbartlett.org, j at jbartlett.org, and let me know that you just pray so I can send you a free New Testament. I believe you will be encouraged by the reading of Holy Scripture. Now, there's so many occultic divinatory devices. One common divinatory device, or I should say divinatory practice, is automatic Writing, You know, Carrie was only 15, but she had an eerie ability to enter a trance-like state and allow an unseen force guiding her writing and drawing. Now, obviously, this unseen power was a demon that would literally put her in a trance, unwillingly, unwillingly I should say at times, and use her hands to write messages and draw bizarre art. In the realm of the occult, there have been countless occultists who, like Carrie, have experienced the supernatural phenomena known as automatic writing. Carrie had dabbled in witchcraft and divination and helping her life to evil spirits which controlled her. And these spirits would at times exhibit their personalities via her letters and her drawings. At times she would even be oblivious to these strange happenings. She would even often wonder where these certain drawings were originated from that were in her possession. These controlling spirits use Carrie as a tool. They would place, place her literally in a, in a trance-like state and would work through her to draw and write. My friends in counseling, those who are demonized, those involved in the occult, we see this all the time. In counseling with Carrie, we discovered there were multiple demons in her life, the same demons that were using her in automatic writing and drawing. I'm convinced. Much of occult literature we have today is written in this manner. One of the most popular occult texts, divinatory texts, is in our day is the Course of Miracles. Who the author described herself as her writing experience as quote I would take down what the voice close quote said. I mean she would actually would take down and write with the voice. It's supposed to be this voice. Helen, this author, I believe, who wrote The Course of Miracles, has been terribly deceived by Satan. And the voice, I believe, was a demon. As she went on, as she, as she went on to say that, that her writing wasn't automatic. In describing her writing experience, she writes, Quote, that was my introduction to the voice. It made no sound, but seemed to be giving me some kind of rapid 
Inner Compulsion, which I took down in shorthand notebook. The writing was never automatic. It could be interrupted at any time and later picked up again. It made me very uncomfortable, but it never seriously occurred to me to stop. It somehow it seemed to be a special assignment I, I had somehow somewhere agreed to complete. I mean, it's an apparent, my friends, who is in control of Helen. The demonic forces that use her to convey the teachings they desire humanity to read and embrace. It was automatic writing, despite her denying this fact. And she admits that the voice led her in writing the material that's contrary to the teachings of God's holy word. This is occult bondage. And her writings have led thousands into divinatory practices. I'm here to tell you, you can be set free by the power of the blood of Jesus. I would encourage you to write me so we can help you. That's why we're here. That's why we do these global broadcasts. I bless you in the name of the Father, of the Son, of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen.